We're learning more about the shooting at an LGBTQ nightclub over the weekend. That's where we're starting The Seven from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Monday, November 21st. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. A man opened fire inside Club Q in Colorado Springs on Saturday night. At least five people were killed and 25 others were injured. Police say the shooter was stopped by people inside the club. The suspect, who was 22 years old, was arrested. Police gave an update on the investigation yesterday. Detectives are also looking to identify if there were any other individuals who assisted the suspect. The motive of the crime is part of the investigation, and whether this was a hate crime is part of that investigation. One of the five people killed was 28-year-old bartender Daniel Aston, who was transgender. The four others haven't been named yet, at least not before we're starting our taping this morning. Our second story this morning, world leaders have agreed to set up a pool of money to help pay for damage from climate change. The deal came out of the UN Climate Summit in Egypt. The idea is to help developing countries deal with rising temperatures, which are mostly caused by emissions from more wealthy nations. But the deal misses any meaningful agreement to cut emissions back further. And that means the world is still on track for catastrophic warming and even worse climate disasters. Number three, Elon Musk restored Donald Trump's Twitter account. You might have seen over the weekend that Musk ran a poll on Twitter. He asked whether or not people wanted the former president back on the social media site. A little over half said yes. Trump was banned after the 2021 Capitol attack, and being back could help him regain attention. He announced last week that he's running again. As of this morning, he still hasn't tweeted yet. Number four. Hospitals across the country are overwhelmed right now. This is happening because of high rates of RSV, coronavirus, and the flu, combined with staffing shortages and nursing home closures. Patients are waiting hours to be seen, and some hospitals have to set up overflow tents and are postponing elective procedures. And unfortunately, the problem could keep getting worse. Our fifth story today is a tale of two bobs. Disney reappointed its longtime former CEO yesterday. Bob Iger had served as CEO for 15 years until 2020, and then Bob Chapik took it over. But now Bob Iger is back. He'll now serve for the next two years, and the company will select a successor. Chapik's leadership was controversial, particularly his feud with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over LGBTQ discussions in the state schools earlier this year. And number six, President Biden turned 80 years old yesterday, and now he's by far the oldest president to ever serve. Next behind him is Ronald Reagan, who left office when he was 77. Working past 80 is still the exception, but it's actually not as rare as it used to be. And number seven, the U.S. men's soccer team is playing its first match in the World Cup today. 
The opener against Wales kicks off at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And by the way, Wales has not played in a World Cup match since 1958. The match will be live on Fox Sports and streaming services. The World Cup host Qatar lost 2-0 against Ecuador in the tournament's opening match. And just like that, we are all caught up. I'm Jeff Pierre. Have a good Monday, and I will meet you back here tomorrow.